Hello and welcome to the Practice Builders podcast. My name is Rosie Piercy. I'm a chiropractor, clinic director and practice builder. And in this podcast series, I hope to build you, bring you even lots of tips to build the practice that you want. So in the last episode of the podcast, I talked about the three essential elements that I think every clinic should do to attract patients to their clinics and to become busy, or as busy as you want to be. So what I'm going to do today is go into more detail about the first one, which is websites. So I think that you know the most important, the most important essential elements to build your clinic, to get patients into your clinic, to to market your clinic, is having a really good website. That I really strongly believe that. But what? Why do we need this? Why do we need a good website? Well, I know that if I look at my data, and you can get this through Google Analytics, I can see that most of my patients come to my website through Google search. So if you come through social media, if you come directly, they put www.totalchiro.co.uk into into Google, but a lot of them come through organic search and that's where I get most of my patients. So this is why we need a good website because it makes it easy for patients to find us. And I think often when we're thinking about it, we're almost too close to the problem. So if you think if you're looking for something that's completely unrelated to what you do, say you, I don't know, want to buy some patio furniture, for instance. We're supposed to be having summer now in the UK, but you could be forgiven forgiven for thinking it was winter. Um, Say you want patio furniture, what are you going to do? You're not going to go to social media, probably, unless something happened to pop up in your feed. Um, You may not pick up a magazine that's coming through the door. What you're going to do is you're instantly going to go to Google and put patio furniture in. And the same thing works for patients looking for treatment. Unless something may pop up in their social media feed, which they find interesting and go and look at, they might have a flyer through the door. But the moment they decide that they want it, want some help for their back pain, some help for their neck pain, some help with their feet problems, whatever they want help with, they're going to pick out the phone and type it into Google. And that's why we need a really good website because it's where most people will start searching for the answer to their questions. And so that our websites need to provide the answers to those questions. And so that is why ideally your website should have almost two, not halves because website is a whole thing, but two parts to it. So you're going to have your, your about section and what I call your service pages. So listing the treatments that you have. So very kind of maybe factual pages with some reviews on it but saying we treat back pain and this is how we treat back pain we have neck pain and this is how we treat neck pain and then you're going to have your blog section and your blog section is going to have the answers to the queries that people are searching so if people are going going to search oh gosh no i've had neck pain from sitting at a desk all day help for neck pain from sitting at a desk you want to have a blog that's going to answer that query or um, help for my dry, dry cracked heels in summer. Why are my heels dry and cracked in summer? You need to have, if you're a podiatrist, you need to have a, a blog that's going to look into that for you. So that is a, that is the reason you have a website, is so patients can find you. The second thing is, is where we want to drive our traffic to. So, you know, we can have things on social media, and social media is important to have a presence there to show our expertise, to build our brand, and to build know, like, and trust. But we don't want to keep all those patients on social media because, I don't know, Facebook could suddenly start charging and then you haven't got any of those patients anymore. Patients, social media could suddenly, I don't know, delete your account and then you've lost all those followers. You want to drive your patients to your website. 
So if you have a brilliant bit of contact on social, content on social media, you want to have a link to your blog. If you're having a review, you want to make sure that you, they know your website of how to find you. If you're showing videos, then they're going to go back to YouTube, perhaps. You know, that, that video may be living on YouTube, so they go and watch it there, and then you're going to have a link to your website. So basically, you can drive everyone to your website because then they're only looking at you. When they're still on social media or YouTube, they could go and find another practitioner that does the same thing as you or another solution for their problem, which might be a gadget they're going to buy or something else. Whereas if you get them to your website, they are just focused on you and they can see your expertise. You can show off as a showcase for what you can do in terms of blogs, in terms of patient reviews. It's got all your information of booking times, prices, and then we get to get to our goal, which is getting a patient to book an appointment and getting into our clinic. So that's why we need a really good website. And I was having some interesting conversations with the students on the Practice Builders Blueprint course last week. We were talking about Facebook ads. And I was like, well, yes, spend money on Facebook. I mean, I don't do ads at all for, for total chiropractic or total health. Everything we get is through my online marketing that I do. We don't spend money on ads. Um, but if you are going to do ads, then you need to spend your money wisely. And if you're going to set up a proper ad campaign with someone running it for you, which I would suggest because ads are very complicated to get right and very easy to spend a lot of money on a lot quickly without it working well for you. If you are, if you are going to spend that money, is that the best place for that money to spend? Because suddenly you might have spent £150 a month on ad spend plus whatever you're going to spend on the person to do that when perhaps you could have spent that money on your website and that would may, may have made it faster it made it may made it look more updated may have made it easier for a patient to use and that investment will last you much longer than the one month ad spend that you had so as i said for some people have very good success for ads i don't need to use them so i don't and i don't like to spend the money where i don't have to but I would spend money on my website and I have spent money on my website recently. I've had some, some more techie people go through it and check that everything's working well. Make sure there's no you know problems, no security issues, nothing like that. Because although I can happily build a website, I'm not so good on the more sort of geeky technical behind the scenes side of it. So that may be something that's worth thinking is costing. If you're thinking of spending money on your business on promotion to spend it on the, your, your website to make that brilliant rather than spending on ads because that money's gone once it's gone and you might get a patient through it but if you spend the money on the website you're more likely to get I think more patients and more you know value for your money there so that's that's my thoughts on there and then I guess we need to think if we're going to have you know we now know why we need a website what makes a good website what what makes a website brilliant well it needs to be easy to use for your patients. So we don't want to make our patients work for any of the information they need to find. You've got to remember, and I've said this before and I will probably say it again, you're not competing just against the other people in your area who treat the same thing as you. You are competing against the amount of time that that patient has to make that appointment. So if they're doing it between meetings or on the school run, if, they're having, if people have busy lifestyles these days, so they want to be able to go onto your website and within a minute or two know how much it's going to cost them, where you are, what time you're open, how long your appointments are and how do you book. So you need to, to kind of go through your website 
and be quite critical about it to to, to know does it actually work as well it should do it, has it got and it sounds really dark has it got a picture of your face on there now I know people are, can be camera shy but part of having the website is to to showcase you and people buy from people rather than businesses so that's why you have your about you thing where you say what you're like and what you like doing because then people can go oh that person's like me I want to then go and go and have treatment with them because they're like me and they will understand my problem it's why you have reviews on your website so patients can look at your reviews and go oh well they've got brilliant reviews for exactly the thing I need treating for that that's why I'm going to come here so all those things showcase you and make it easy for patients to use and easy for patients to make a decision. So as I said, the main thing is you want to have, as soon as your page comes up, you want to have it absolutely slap you around the face obvious what it is you do, that you're a chiropractor, you're an osteopath, you're a podiatrist, and also what that means. So that's where your tagline comes in, and we've talked about this before in branding episodes. You know, So mine, total chiropractic, getting people out of pain and back to the things they love. So even if people don't know what a chiropractor is, and not everyone does, then they, you know, getting you out of pain and back to the things you love. Okay, I want that, and this person says they do that, so we'll have that. And then I'll have it very quickly, uh, you know, as soon, as soon as you come onto my site, you can very quickly see, contact us, book, or a phone number. So if, And the phone number must be clicked to call. So if someone clicks on it, it instantly goes into their phone and, and can start ringing. Don't make people copy and paste it or write the number down because, again, it's a barrier. It's not a big barrier, but we want to make this a seamless, easy experience for people. I have people come in and say, gosh, your website was so easy to use. Gosh, your online booking is amazing. You know, that's what you want. You want people to think that making the appointment was so simple, there was nothing in there to make them hesitate or stop. They just did it. So prices contact details book online button phone button really easy to find really quickly on your website um, and that will make it easy for people to book and then you've got all the rest of the information very clearly signposted so often we talk about what's called the nav or the the, the, the words at the top make those really clear don't be fun, don't have play don't have fun with those don't play with those words don't make them oh our story or i don't know news for your blog it's not news it's a blog and if you make it more playful, people don't know what it is, and then they have to go a bit searching a bit more. We want to make this a seamless, easy process for patients so that nothing gets in their way. So that's one thing that makes a good website, is, um, is, rank, is, is being easy to use. The next thing, which I get very excited about, is, um, is ranking well. So how do you make your website rank well? And by ranking well, I mean that when someone puts a query into Google, your website comes up either first or at least on the top page. You know, the old joke, where do you hide a dead body? Page two of Google. Ha, how, how we laughed. Um, so we need to make your page rank well. Now, most of what therapists, us clinicians, therapists will be doing is what's called local SEO, so local search engine optimization. And that means that we're trying to get people in a very small area. So I reckon that my my range is at the maximum 20 miles. And I think that's probably been generous. Most people probably live within 10 miles of my clinic. I've had people come from further afield for things like my custom orthotics. But I've had people come quite a long way for those to me. But most of my patients, I would say, live in a 10-mile radius. So I, that's where we need to focus. So things you can easily do to help Google know where you are are having what's called a superfooter. 
So this is a footer that runs along the bottom of the page of your website that is on every single page of your website. And on that super footer, you have um, your, your address and postcode. And if you're something like in the UK, a limited company, you need to have your website on your, your address on your website, sorry, of your address. And you have a Google map. And that tells Google where you are. So if somebody within a local area puts in a query saying treatment for back pain, even if they don't put a, a sort of locator on it, then they, they are more, perhaps more likely to put you higher up. Now, obviously, you're not going to outrank people that have got what's called a higher domain. So if people, so for instance, if you put treatment for back pain and you don't put a, a location on, probably something like the NHS is going to come up first because they're a really high-ranking website. Lots of people use them, so they have a lot of what's called domain authority. They have much more than you are. But if, you, if someone puts back, so if someone's searching for back pain in New Britain and they just put back pain treatment, I'm unlikely to come up on that result. If they put back pain Newbury, then I'm probably going to come up third or fourth. If they put back pain Thatcham, which is right next to each other, if you don't know the local geography, I will come up first or second. So that's how putting the, those locators, when people put that location on their search, it helps. So that means that on your pages, on your about page, when you, whatever you're treating, whatever condition you're writing about, you need to have a location in there. So if I'm talking about on my back pain service page, page I mean, when I'm talking about that I treat back pain, I will put the words Newbury, Faction, and West Berkshire in there a couple of times because then that, that covers Newbury, Faction, West Berkshire and Berkshire. So anyone in those areas is going to have a higher chance of seeing my, my results. So that's one way is having your address and location and putting your where your towns or your villages or Words that describe where you are, and they can be quite um, lo- you know, they can be quite localized words that describe different areas. That you use those across your pages and across your blogs, so that so Google knows that you are a good search result that qu- queries in that area. The second thing is to make sure that you're having really good information on there, so that you have blogs and that your blogs are interesting with videos and gifs and all that kind of thing, um, and that they're well you know well written. And, you know, the things like having a booking button and things like that, because it just makes people use things easier. And Google can tell how long someone's um, spent on a page. So if someone's bounced off there straight away, it might be because they just wanted your phone number and then they went. Or it could have been because um, they could see that you went onto a page on your website about pregnancy pain. And then they stayed there for a while reading it and then they went onto another page of your website and they can see that you spent a long time there. That shows that that's a good answer for that query and they're going to push your page up higher. So if lots of people go onto your page looking for help with back pain and pregnancy and they spend a long time on there, then Google knows that that page is a good answer for that query. If, however, they go, you have some kind of, you know, that clickbaity thing that people do. So this, this brilliant thing will help you um, with your pregnancy pain. And you go on there and it's some and instead of a brilliantly well written blog, you've got some weird potion that you can drink and it's not what people were looking for, and they hop back off it quite quickly. Then Google go, Oh, that page is not a good answer for that query, I will push it down. So that's why you, you must also make sure that what you're you're giving patients what they think they're gonna get when they click through. I mean obviously search opt- engine optimization is a huge topic. Um, we cover it in 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 some in, you know in, in in some detail in the practice builders blueprint, but 
it's a massive topic that you can learn lots about um, weeks, months, years, and it changes all the time. So what I want to give you now is things that I think are achievable to do um, so that you can get a really well-ranking website. So now we come on to your actions. So what actions do I want you to take? It's almost like I'm setting you homework. You'll have to tell me and you can get a sticker at the end if you do it well. <laughs> How cool would that be? Right, I'll get lost in stickers. Hold on, back to the podcast, Rosie. So your actions. Number one, there's only two. So number one is to look at your website, critically look at your website, or maybe get a friend whose judgment you really trust to look at your website. Is it easy to use? Can they obviously find what you're, what you're, what you're, who you are, what you're doing, what your prices are, your contact details? Can, can people obviously find that? Or is it like, are they wading for, through pages and pages and pages to find a phone number? And then list down any changes that you need to make and then make them. And if you're not good on your website, if you can't do that, then pay someone to do it because it really will make a difference on how quick, how, on how easy it is for patients to book. And the easier it is for someone to do, the more likely they are to do it. If they have to come back and do it later another time, they'll either go to someone else or they'll forget for a month or two and then go back, oh God, yeah, I was really meant to book that back appointment. I haven't done it yet. So make it really easy. And then the second thing is to maybe check your rankings. So what to do this, if you go onto Google, and you click onto, on the right hand corner, there's the three little dots, you click on there, and it goes, says incognito mode. So you go into incognito mode, and you have like a black screen with a guy with little glasses and a hat on. And then what you do is in the search bar, you put in there things that you think people will search to find you. So it could, for me, it could be back pain Newbury, headache treatment Newbury, treatment for pelvic pain when I, uh, in Newbury or Thatcham, treatment for pelvic pain West Berkshire, customized orthotics West Berkshire. Whatever you think that people want to search for, you put it in there and then you can see where you come up you just count down and um we go for a, we have a whole process where we we record it and we check it every month so i can see what I, what, the, what what's what's happening so if pages are starting to drop i need to do some work on them if pages are rising that's all great maybe i'll have a look and see if i've changed what have i've changed has it worked is that why it's, it's rising um so and even if that feels like a bit of an overwhelm at the moment if at least if you look for where you're ranking then you'll know where you are and sometimes that's all you need to do to start with but if you don't know where you are you won't know and it's really important to do it incognito mode because if you do it in normal google then um the cookies that are on your computer will give you a skewed result so you will come up better than you are possibly because the google will know that you like that website so they're going to show it to you more part you know is making it more customized search experience for you and we don't want the customized one we want as much as we can the one that everyone's going to see perfect so that is the first essential element your websites in next week's episode i will be talking about the second one um which i think is newsletters so we'll do that um which are so important to do but we'll talk about more that more next time um, if you have any comments and or questions, then do um, post them in the Practice Builders community, the free Facebook group. I'll put the link in the show notes. I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, and if not, I will see you next time. Take care.